Welcome to the Who Needs Instructions podcast, the podcast that wants to get men talking. Yep, welcome back. It is another episode of Who Needs Instructions, and I'm just going to get straight into it with today's guest. I'm delighted to uh, have with us today a gentleman by the name of Bez Milford. Bez, good day to you. Hello, Matt. How are you doing? Yeah, really good. Thank you, mate. Thank you very much for your time. Now, I wanted to get you on, Bez, because I'm Bez and I know each other. We've done a little bit of work together, and I would go as far as to say we're friends. You can't say no now, can you? <laughs> of course we are, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Thanks, mate. Thank you. <laughs> um, and I'm watching you online, and, and basically Bez is now... Um, uh, you're a coach, really, aren't you? Um, and yeah. and when I, and we get, we'll get into a bit more detail, but you're not just a coach in terms of like a, a business coach. You're actually a you know a fitness coach, but you a coach, but you also deal with the mental side of things. So, but yeah. but let's let's take you back a little bit, and I, you know just to kind of get people to understand where you've come from and how you've got to where you are now. Um, we came to know each other through you were uh, running Raceworld, which is a, a go kart track in Exeter. That's right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So um, that was the the business that I used to run. Um, it was my father's business originally. Uh, he'd had it for sort of like twenty seven years, um, and it got passed mm-hmm. down to me, which was great. Um, and I really loved it there. You know, I loved uh, running Raceworld and uh, doing everything down there. It was it was phenomenal business, and I uh, really enjoyed it. But my um, my real passion, I guess, was through like health and fitness. Mm-hmm. Um, and I did struggle sort of like about seven years ago, eight years ago, I had a bit of a breakdown um, with my uh, mental health. So okay. I suffered a, a big like panic attack sort of eight years ago um, and it spiraled out of control and it led to sort of years of anxiety and depression. And so to get myself out of this, I had to create some kinds of habits, you know, some form, some habits that were going to be healthy and uh, get me out of the situation that I was in. So um, mm. over the years, I've formed these habits and stuff. And uh, what with my physical health as well, you know, I was, I was well into the gym and stuff like that. So but I realized that I'd neglected my mind, so to speak. So I needed to put some habits into place to um, sort my mind out, basically. You know, I just had all these crazy thoughts going up on my head and I just had to calm the mind a bit. So I started focusing on that. Um, And then further down the line, uh, obviously, this was such a passion of mine that I I tried to do the two together, you know, race world and the coaching. Um, And unfortunately, it just wasn't working. You know, I had to dedicate my time to one or the other. Um, so I left Raceworld uh, about a year and a half ago, and I just went all in on the coaching, um, and I've loved it, you know, since doing it. Um, and basically, I'm just helping out people sort of um, gain control over their mind as well as their body, because I think it's so yeah. important, and it was in, in my experience as well, is, um, like I say, I've been in the gym for sort of 12 years, so um, I knew how to look after my body, but I'd really neglected my mind. Um, I hadn't been doing any sort of training of my mind, sort of like meditation or mindfulness or anything like that. So um, when I ran into problems, that's when I realized that I needed to put something into place that was going to be, you know, something like a habit that I could do every day that eventually was going to get me um, to have a bit more control over my mind. So um, like I say, I I started the meditation um, Mm -hmm. and I started a mindfulness practice which was really good. 
can really help me out. Um, and other things that I've done as well is like a gratitude practice um, to, yeah. you know, to focus on the things that I'm thankful for rather than like the things that I'm worried about. It's just all about where my focus was going, really. You know, I was, I was constantly, because I had anxiety quite a lot of the time, I was constantly focused on, like, bad things, you know, happening. Um, so I started to focus on, like, the good things, really, in my life that I had all around me that were going, like, unnoticed, you know, going by unnoticed. So I started to do a gratitude practice in the evenings where I'd write down uh, a few things, about five to ten things I was, I was thankful for in the day. And um, over time, this really started to transform my life because up to now, I hadn't really been, I, I suppose on a surface level, I'd been thankful for stuff, but I hadn't been actively practicing it. Yeah. So once I started practicing the, the gratitude practice, um, it was just, I was really in everyday life, I was just noticing all the things around me that I had to be so grateful for, you know, and it really started to rewire my brain really to, to get me to like, like I say, have a good... Um, uh, just be happy with what I've got and content with what I've got, you know? Yeah. Um, so, so that with the meditation as well, the meditation really started to slow my mind down because we have about 60 to 70,000 thoughts a day, <laughs> you know, well, they say roughly about 60 to 70,000 thoughts a day. And so they say that 90% of those, are, um, are thoughts from the previous day, you know, reoccurring thoughts. So, okay. Um, I was just going along stuck in a rut, just thinking the same sort of things and getting the same kind of reality. So I realized that I had to really slow down my mind. Um, so that's when I put in a, a meditation practice and I started off small, you know, like five, 10 minutes, um, a day and then built it up. And now I'll do like 40 minutes in the evening and then about 30 or 40 minutes in the morning. Um, and the reason for that is because I know how beneficial it is you know and i've seen the i've seen the results and stuff and yeah. um you know to be free from your mind is so liberating you know because the mind is, is a crazy thing you know we just oh. it is just like it just keeps on going you know we, we're all addicts aren't we to our to our thinking you know and and i just thought that was normal you know because that's what we do but yeah. until i started meditating that's when i realized that really it's not normal do you know what i mean and um we really want to live in the present moment. You know, that's where all the enjoyment is and the fulfillment of life. So, so. The, the meditation is, is that, was that sort of the, is that the thing that's, that, that kind of is the key part to your day then? Is that, is, does a day not go by where you do not meditate? Yeah, that's right. Yeah. So um, like, and this is, this is the crazy thing, I think, you know, I speak to a lot of guys, um, especially like guys my age and stuff, and they'll go to the gym for sort of two hours and train their physical bodies, you know, um, mm. and that's great, you know, because it's good for your mental health as well. Um, but when I ask them if they do any meditation or anything, then they, you know, <laughs> they don't they don't do anything to look after their mind, you know. And I was there as well. I was doing the same thing. But yeah. you know, I think it's really important that you just sit down for like ten minutes, maybe ten minutes in the evening or something, and just do a bit of meditation. And you'll see. The thing is, with the gym, once you start going to the gym, you can see the the physical appearance will change. You know, you can yeah. see the benefits and stuff, and it feels great. But with meditation, it, it might take a little bit longer. But what you'll start noticing is you've got more control over your emotions, which affects the whole of your life. You know, with, you know, my relationship to my friends and my family and stuff has just been like, it's just so good now compared mm. to what it was. You know, I used to react to certain things that were said to me and stuff. But now I can just 
like have the time to respond you know just slow down and just like you know answer them without sort of reacting to them and it saves so much conflict and you know it's just so beneficial that i i can't understand why more people don't do it really but yeah, well, when you don't I'm, I'm a convert I, I do love my meditation i'll go i'll go into that a bit more in a second now you just said a minute ago uh, people my age how old are you bears um i'm 39 Oh, okay. So, yeah, you want to give people a bit of context, you know, so mm. you can see where you've been on, in life's journey. So, you're, you know, you're, you're, you're a good 10, well, nearly 10 years younger than me. And I discovered meditation maybe a couple of years ago. Um, okay. And I, I still use a, a, an app to guide me through it. And I probably do 20 minutes a day. And I probably skip days as well. Um, so in your let's call it now your professional opinion what would you recommend then for someone if certainly if they're getting going but once they're going do they need to be doing like you do 30 in the morning and 20 in the evening no definitely not definitely not at the start as well because um I think if you do too much and this is what I sort of coach uh, my clients through um, I'm all about creating habits okay so if you I think if you go at something too um, too full-on too quickly you know then you're going to sort of like burn yourself out so to speak you know take the gym for example I think a lot of people when they're trying to lose weight if they go into the gym and they're just focused on losing the weight and then they might uh, have a personal trainer that beasts them in the gym you know for like one or two months um, and they'll be just doing this, all this hard work and stuff. And okay, fair enough, they'll lose the weight after one or two months. But the thing is, are they going to be able to keep up that sort of yeah. pace, you know? Yeah. And and half the time they can't. And then they once they've um, finished with the personal trainer, that's it. They go back to normal, you know, their normal life sort of settles in. So with with my coaching, and it's the same with the the meditation as well. I mean, if I think if you took on like thirty minutes a day straight off, then you're soon going to be like, oh, this is just too hard, and you're just sure. not going to do it. So. Yeah. Um, with my coaching, I mean, I, I do like a six week program at the moment and, um, all it is, is starting them off to do these habits like, um, uh, meditation, gratitude, practice, exercise that they like and stuff, but it's just doing a little bit, but making sure it's done every day, yeah. you know, with, with the exercise, it's like five, six days a week, you know, um, and stuff like that. But with the meditation, especially, it'd be better if you did it every day, but just did a small amount, you know, like five minutes and stuff. Um, what okay. you'll find after time is, you know, it'll be hard to create that um, habit. The first week or two weeks is normally the, the hardest point. But then once you get over that second week, say, um, and you get through that barrier, it just becomes more automatic. And it becomes a lot easier. And then you can look at extending it to sort of like 20 minutes, maybe 30 minutes, you know. But at first, I'd definitely start off with a, a small amount of meditation. Yeah. I mean, I, I must admit, I just used the um, the Headspace app and I found that really, really useful. Um, because when someone said to me, oh, you should meditate, uh, you know, the, my first question was, where do I start? Um, and, you know, yeah. we love technology and luckily there's this app and, and you can follow this app and there's a free section that you can use. And that's exactly what I did. And I thought, you know what, this is working for me. And, and I'm sure people will get different things from meditation. Personally, what I love, and I think you, you, point, you touched on it earlier on, is that you get out of your own head. You literally don't think about anything. Mm. And to be able to do that when you're meditating or be able to do that at any point of the day is an absolute gift when everybody lives such busy lives, don't they? Yeah, 
Yeah, it's it's crazy, isn't it? Like you say, um, it, we are just so busy, and what with technology these days as well, and social media and stuff, it's you know, it's teaching us just to be so like, uh, well, not mindful basically, because you're just looking at one information, one bit of information, flipping onto another bit of information, flipping onto another bit of information. Yeah, it's just constant, isn't it? You know, when you're scrolling down through, so um, to be to practice mindfulness is is amazing, really. You know, I. Like I would take it like when I go out for a walk with the dog, um, I used to just be all up in my mind, you know, all the time, just thinking about what I was doing at work and stuff and what I'm having for tea and all of this stuff. And I just never even used to notice what was around. And I think I've spoke to you about this before. Um, but nowadays, do you know what I mean? I go out with the dog and like I can just it feels like life is just like you know vibrant you know everything is yeah. i can hear all the sounds around me i can smell all the smells mm-hmm. and you know i know it sounds <laughs> sounds a bit silly really but no it, um, it no it doesn't it doesn't it makes yeah. I, I i want i want to have these conversations with you um, yeah and, and, and i'm i'm, I'm gonna blow a little bit of smoke up your ass mate so so take the compliment <laughs> please but first of all 30 flipping nine i had no idea <laughs> Oh, did you not? What, Mate, you thought I was 49, looking... did you? No, no, no. I, honestly, I thought you were maybe late 20s, early 30s. You are looking good, my friend. I tell you. Thanks, man. because <laughs> so, I've been doing all this meditation, mate. That's what it is. Well, yeah, I mean, but, but you know, when when the podcast goes out, you know, I will I will put some promotional stuff out with it and you'll see what Bez looked like. But Bez, you know, you, you, when I first met you, you're absolute Adonis. You know, there's not an ounce of fat on you. You are like, you know, Mr. Universe, but a slightly smaller version. Um, <laughs> And you know you clearly, yeah. No, but, but you know you clearly looked after yourself. But yeah, and there are, like you said, there are a lot of guys out there that are doing that. But what they're not doing is they're not looking after their brain. And this is where we, you know, I, I, honestly, people. I, I've said this to guests before. You know, we look up to people like yourself because, oh crikey, you know, look, he looks amazing. How do I look like that? So you have this position, and whether or not you, you take this, you have this position of power in that you are you are an influencer of types uh, and so for you to be able to s- sit on my podcast and tell people look I meditate I practice mindfulness is just brilliant because it makes it more normal and more yeah. acceptable for other guys to kind of do this sort of thing and that's what I want to do you know it, it's not like you have to meditate but actually try meditation it might be the one thing for you you know that, that just trying these things the softer side of life the stuff that you know that our parents might have gone oh, I'm not trying that that's uh, that's for girls yeah. that is you know <laughs> yeah. so that so so that's where I want to go with that one mate I mean you know it's it's brilliant that you're doing this and um it, it's you know you are to me, someone I do look up to, uh, and so when I'm sitting meditating, thinking, "Oh God, you know, is this the right thing to do?" And like, oh, Bez does it as well. Well, that's okay. Then. It's cool. You know? <laughs> yeah. So, so take the compliment, mate. But um, man, yeah, yeah, anyway. no, I certainly really appreciate that, mate. Yeah, and it's um, yeah, it's very close to my heart. This because, like I say, I've been through it, obviously, you know, and uh, mm. you know, suffered with anxiety and depression for a long time. You know, like four or five years, I would say it was really. Yeah. It was chronic as well, you know, I was in a really bad way. And I and I vouched myself, you know, I said that when I get through it, when I heal myself, I'm going to go back and help others to heal as well, you know, and, and healing means looking after your body and your mind, you know, and, and unfortunately, like you were saying, a lot of people are still sort of a bit wary about meditation and stuff. And uh, I just want to talk about it as much as possible, because there's nothing to be scared about it. You know, it's like, you know, we, if we want to train our bodies and we go to the gym, 
if we want to train our minds and we just sit down and uh, and listen to our breath for a little bit you know it's like yeah. i don't know what what there is bad about it you know but um <laughs> there is a certain stigma it's getting a lot better these it days yeah. it is definitely getting better but um but an- another practice as well is is mindfulness which i do a lot of um, so i'm really interested about this so when you say mindfulness what 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 are you referring to so basically like mindfulness is a bit like meditation but it's like in everyday life so whenever you're doing an activity or anything it's about coming back to that activity and just noticing exactly what you're doing so say if we take like washing the dishes for example um when you're washing the dishes you might notice that you're thinking about other stuff and that like your your brain's off thinking about what you're having for tea and what you're doing at work and stuff like that and then as soon as you recognize that it's just about coming back to what you're doing and then feeling like the temperature of the water you know um hearing the sounds that you can hear like in the background noise and stuff feeling like the weight of the pan maybe um and just being right in the moment you know and keep on like keep on coming back to that present moment and it is quite boring at the start you know like just to come back to train your attention to come back to the present can be quite boring but the benefits that you'll get from it over time you know it becomes more automatic over time and you don't have to constantly uh, you know think about doing it you automatically just come back into the present and then you can just enjoy the the mundane things in life you know like you say like cleaning up and stuff like that I quite enjoy that sort of stuff nowadays you know I used to hate it (laughs) (laughs) It's, it's funny, I, I have had a, a friend of mine say to me, um, and the, the, the phrase, and I don't know if I've mentioned this on the podcast before, so if I have, to our audience, I for, you know, please forgive me, but you know, one of my friends said, can you teach me how to be more um, grateful and thankful for the stuff that goes on around me? Now, I wasn't really aware that I was like that, um, but I am a, now much, I mean, I'm, I'll put it this way, I'm, I'm a country bumpkin, I love being out in the sticks. So yeah. if I'm out for a walk, I will appreciate, you know, a fantastic view, the birds singing, the smells, the temperature. Um, and I think I've always done that. But maybe with my my meditation, I have become more aware of that. Um, and, and that's making me more mindful. So, you know, and, and but, yeah. how, you know, I, I when I was asked, how you know, can you teach me that? I was like, uh, and I, I said, yeah, yeah, I'll get back to you. And I, I don't know how to teach someone that. So that's where someone like you can, you know, comes into your own, I guess. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I suppose. And it's just, again, it's like creating that habit, you know, and starting off small um, and then just gaining momentum with that. But once you've got the habit in place and it's just like, like I say, it's automatic and it's not not hard work. You don't have to put too much energy into it. Mm-hmm um so yeah so i've got like i say a few practices that i would coach people through um uh, another practice of those would be uh visualization that's another powerful one that's um, impacted my life in a big way because um when i was going to sleep at night when i had a few issues i would be constantly like thinking you know of all of these negative thoughts in my mind and sort of having big like horrible pictures in my mind of what I didn't want to happen and being worried about that and stuff. So, um, so I started a visualization practice. Now visualization is really powerful and you'll, you'll, you'll hear that like a lot of the sportsmen, the great sportsmen do it before a race or whatever, say take Lewis Hamilton, you know, he's always, um, he's already won the race in his head before he's actually raced the race, you know? So, Mm -hmm. um, and a, and a golfer, you know, a pro golfer that they would, um, visualize the perfect swing you know hitting the ball perfectly 
um, and the ball going where they want it to go and stuff. And time after time, you know, if they're visualizing that, it's more likely to go that way. Um, we have uh, something in our minds called an RAS, which is a reticular activating system. Right. Okay. And what that does is it picks up on all the important information to you. Um, so say you're in like a crowd of people and somebody shouts your name, you're going to pick that out. Um, but if they shout somebody yeah. else's name, you probably wouldn't notice it, you know, um, or if you bought like a red golf, um, car, um, you will notice all those red golfs around, you know, they've always yes. been there, but you've never noticed yes. them because it is not important information to you. You're not looking out for it. So, so what we do is we work with this with visualization. So the, the, the sort of the best time to visualize is probably in the evening, just before you go to bed, um, because mm -hmm. then it's more susceptible to go into your subconscious mind. So as you're or just before you're falling asleep, I would visualize the sort of perfect sort of um, future, how I want it to go, you know, what I want to see in my future and put these visualizations into your head you know like big pictures make them nice and bold and big and um hear the sounds that you'd be hearing you know smell the smells like get into real detail with it and you can have a lot of fun with this as well do you know what i mean it's it's a really good practice to do because it it beats lying there at night worrying about <laughs> all the different worries that you got on your oh, mind you know so yeah um i really enjoy this before i go to bed i just set my time well no i don't set my timer actually because i'm Obviously, I want to go to sleep, like thinking like this. But um, yeah, I just get into my mind a really good picture of how I want life to be. You know, the sounds that I'm hearing, the sights that I'm seeing and uh, who I'm talking to, what I'm doing and just okay. get into as much detail as you can with it, really. And that's a really fun thing to do, you know. And does so, that sometimes leak over into your dreams? Um, sometimes, yeah, it has done, you know, I've dreamt about what I've been visualizing, which is great. Again, do you know what I mean? It's, it's brilliant yeah. to be driving around in a Ferrari, you know, down in, in California. That's fascinating because I, I, I didn't really know much about visualization, but it, it, it does, it, it reminds me a little bit of, of manifestation. Yes. And are they similar or are they, are, they, are they different things? Yeah, well, that's what it creates, basically. It just uh, helps you manifest stuff into your life, you know. Mm -hmm. um, and manifesting is really, you know, really powerful. If, but again, it all, um, it all revolves around how conscious we can be, you know, and not yeah. get caught up in our mind. Because if we're caught up in our mind all the time, then we're not going to have room to manifest what we want because we're not thinking about what we want. You know, you just got to constantly be thinking about what you want, you know um yeah. in your mind and stuff but they're really powerful practices you know and all of them put together are um yes yeah, it's, it's really good to have into your life you know it's fascinating because i um uh, you're probably well aware of the um, the secret um yes you know which is about manifestation and uh we won't go into that too much now but if anybody wants to google it there's a, a there's some youtube videos and so on and so forth about it but it's about manifestation and at the beginning of lockdown so march last year um, I was doing all sorts of exercises along that, that those sort of lines and I was really into it and really bought into it and I decided that I would write down my manifestation of a of a physical figure of, of a number that I needed to earn that year um, oh. and I, I, I absolutely believed that I would achieve that and I did and it's funny because it wasn't what I earned it's just that that kind of money became available to me, if that makes sense. Um, right, yeah, and, yeah, in a different you know, way. So it, 
Yeah, absolutely. So, so you know, the the, the manifestation. You know, if you know, I want a hundred thousand pounds in my bank account. You know, that's very unlikely to happen. But what yeah. might happen? Well, I'd say it's unlikely. Happen, what might happen is that you can figure out a way that you might be able to earn that one hundred thousand pounds, so it can go into your bank account. So exactly I, I said, yeah, yeah I, I set quite a bold figure. Or I thought it was a bold figure, um, and I was absolutely a hundred percent believed in what you know that this would happen. Um, after watching a lot of videos and, 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 you know, about manifestation and bugger me, it did. And, and I was just like, that's incredible. You know, cause I am, a, I can be very, very skeptical about things. Yeah. Um, and then I kind of fell out of love with it and I thought, well, listen, if I'm, if I'm falling out of love with it, I don't truly believe in it. So I'm not going to try and manifest anything. And I went through quite a tough time. And then I would say in probably the last six months, I've been in a much better headspace. And I've started to manifest again. And once again, I have written down a figure that I'm going to achieve by the end of this year. And it's three times and then some bolder <laughs> than the last time. Um, and, you know, I, I, I truly believe that will happen this financial year. And that is I, by me saying it out loud. And I've never admitted it before to, <laughs> yeah. to anybody apart from my closest friends. Is it, It's absolutely bonkers. But I, I know it's going to happen, and I, I and I'm not unrealistic. You know, I'm not I'm, yeah. tomorrow. I don't want a Ferrari and be driving it in California. Um, <laughs> but you know, I have I have these very strong manifestations, and and I truly believe these things will happen. And I'm not. It's not a selfish manifestation because yeah. even if it is a financial figure, like you mentioned earlier on, that's going to be able to help me to help many, many more guys. And and that's why I think that manifestation will be helped along its way. Yeah, definitely, man. Yeah, that's so cool. Yeah, because, um, and like you said, you, you hit the nail on the head when you say it's just all about what you believe, really. If you believe mm. that to be true, you know, that will come true for you. You know, it's it's all to do with belief. And um, and it's like a self-fulfilling prophecy, isn't it? You know, if you keep on, like, yeah. and that's how we can get into trouble as well. If we start to, and that, that's what that was in my sort of experience you know I believed that um, maybe I wasn't good enough and all of these uh, beliefs were coming up these false beliefs you know and I had to start breaking those down because it's getting me into all kinds of trouble you know so then I went the other way and sort of like put these like you say these thoughts and these visions into my head that were going to help me out and uh, get me to where I wanted to get to you know um but with the 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 gratitude as well is uh just over the last six months i've i've found an another really it's it's similar to gratitude but i find it's better than gratitude in my opinion um and it's from a book that i read called the having okay and so Mm. the having is all about um uh focusing on what we have right now okay so i mean like I was going along and I was thinking maybe I didn't have that much and stuff. But as soon as I actually brought it into my awareness of actually what I do have, you know, I'm sat in my house now, you know, with everything around me and stuff on the computer and things. And like, if, we, if we're not conscious of it, you know, it can just go by unnoticed. But like, as soon as we actually start to recognize what we do have in our life, you know, we feel rich and abundant. And that's the feeling because with manifestation, you really want to get that emotion. It, all it is, is to do with the emotion. You know, if you've got a good like emotion of feeling abundant in your life already, then you will manifest more like that. But mm. um, and if you've got anxiety and stuff and you're worried about money all the time, then that's what you will attract into your life. You know, it's just 
um, we all run on our vibrations, you know, so it's, um, it's a bit, uh, you know, it can be a bit, or some people see it as a bit woo woo, you know, to say that we run on vibrations, but uh, it's very true, you know, and what you're putting out there, you get back. So if you're worried all the yeah. time, then you're going to be getting uh, um, negative sort of experiences happen to you, you know. Yeah, we've all got those people or have had those people in our lives that it just, you know, it's <laughs> unfortunately they're a bit woe is me. You know, this, oh, well, nothing good is going to happen. And again, you know, from what you're saying and from my own personal experiences, if you think that way, you're you're yeah. absolutely right. Nothing yeah, good belief. will happen because that's the way you always think. So it, that, that must be the hardest part for you, though. If you come across someone like that, in, you know, in your line of work, how can you, what, what, or what tips can you give our listeners, you know, if they are, feel themselves being quite negative? I, I had a guest on and he said, look, I'm the king of catastrophizing. It, everything is, that could go wrong in his mind will possibly go wrong in his mind. And then because he's thinking all these negative thoughts, generally speaking, yeah. everything went tits up for him. And, and that's, so, so what, what, what things could you help someone put in place to help them stop doing that, Bez? Yeah. So again, it's like a self-fulfilling prophecy, isn't it? You know, if they're thinking all of that all the time and they're, and they're creating those emotions inside of them that are fearing that sort of thing to happen, then that is what they're going to go towards, you know? So, um, so th well, that's exactly the, the habits that I sort of put into place sort of, um, break that sort of negative thinking pattern down. So what with the, um, you know, like, so I get them into the the exercise, which is obviously good for you, you know, your mental health and your physical health. So exercise, gratitude practice and having, so I, I help them focus on the good things in their life, you know, rather than like you say, think about all the bad stuff. Um, and then the meditation and mindfulness, obviously that sort of clears the mind. So that's a bit of a neutral thing, you know, because you're not thinking about anything then. Um, so you're clearing the mind, but then once the mind is clear, and this is why I like to do meditation before my visualization, because I sort of clear my mind and then I'm putting the visualization into my mind of what I want to see happen. Um, and, you know, the majority of stuff that I was um, visualizing last year, I think about 90% of it has turned up in my life, you know, so... Wow. It proves it. Well, it's worked for me, you know, and it's worked for countless others, you know. So it's um, yeah, it's a big thing, really. It's it's the whole process they need to put in place. You can't go right. Well, I'm going to start visualization, and then it's all going to work for me. Actually, it's the whole process. They need to work on the the exercise, the gratitude, the meditation, and the mindfulness, and that's going to yeah. put your brain in a better place to help with that visualization, I guess. Yeah, it's just going to like reprogram the brain after a certain uh, time. Um, and that's why w when I do my coaching, I like to introduce one habit at a time, you know, one habit a week. Because if I gave mm -hmm. them all of these habits to do at the same time, you know, the gratitude, the meditation, the visualization, oh. the exercise, you know, they would just be bombarded by it. And they probably you probably wouldn't end up doing it, you know, because you just get overwhelmed by it. So we just bring in a, a slowly like each week, just bring in a different practice. Um, and then over the time, once you create the habit out of that, that's just the way your life goes, you know, and it's sort of sorting out your physical and mental health, really. And I think that's what we've got to we've got to focus on, really. It's funny, isn't it? Because you, you continuously use the word habit. And I to me, that's quite a negative word. But actually, of course, it doesn't have to be because you can create a, a, a positive habit, can't you? 
well yeah this, <laughs> this is it isn't it you know because what we're trying to do is break down the negative habits and create a positive habit you know and uh, there's there's one book that i give my um my clients to uh, i i get them to read and it's called atomic habits um mm. i don't know whether you've read it at all i haven't but no, it, no. Oh, it's a phenomenal book, you know, and it just explains uh, the reason why we, you know, habits are so important. They are, you know, it's um, it's how our life's going to go, isn't it? You know, whichever habits that we put into our life, um, like you say, if you've got the negative ones in there, then you're not going to experience a very good life. And if you've got the positive ones in there, then, you know, life will be good. So so that's why yeah, it's I, so I important guess, to concentrate know, on them. Whenever I, you know, someone talks about habits, you think, oh, he bites his nails or whatever, it picks his yeah. nose, I don't know, you know, so they're always negative habits, but actually, yeah, why can't they be positive habits? And it feels like that's kind of like the, the, the basis of what you're doing. And, uh, you know, it makes perfect sense to me. I'm, I'm writing down names of books as you're telling me. So uh, yeah. my, uh, my I've got uh, loads of books. Audible account. <laughs> Yeah, my Audible yeah. account's going to be full again. Don't you worry about that. <laughs> <laughs> now, Bez, yeah. listen, I mean, I, I know that, you know, I, I don't want to pick your mind on everything that you do because this is your job and, you know, you need to earn a living from it. So um, just getting the, the overall understanding of, of what you could help someone with. And, you know, if someone wanted to reach out to you, we'll, we'll make sure that we get your, your contact details so they can find you. But before we wrap up today, um, I like to ask all my guests four questions at the end of every episode. So um, can I do that with you? Yeah, sure. Yeah. Could I just, could, before we do that, can I just um, say about one other habit that I haven't mentioned that is Please really do, yeah. helpful for anybody that's struggling at the moment, you know, like I was as well, because one of the main things I'm I'm just starting to sort of coach with now as well is um, acceptance. So and you've probably never heard of this before, but it's like the, the habit of acceptance. So because with our emotions, you know, they can be so up and down and stuff and it's learning um, to accept how you're feeling. And that's like a big part of my journey as well, you know, because when I was um, uh, experiencing a lot of anxiety and depression and stuff, whenever these emotions used to pop up and stuff, I would just totally resist against them, you know, try and push against them, um, think I shouldn't be feeling like this, you know, and try and run from them and do everything. And it was just making it all like a lot worse, you know, when I was running from them. So yeah. what you what you resist persists, you know. So um, as soon as I start to learn acceptance and accepting the feelings that were coming up for me, the emotions and stuff, and letting them be there, without trying to get rid of them things started to change for me you know because once you let them be there and you give them some space to just be you know think it's just an emotion you know it's just going to come and go just like a thought just like a sound you know it's just it's just running through your body once I started mm -hmm. to let it come through and just go through me um, they started to dissolve a lot quicker and I started okay. to every time I started to get like anxious and stuff I wouldn't fear it so much you know I would just accept that emotion know that it wasn't going to last forever and just accept it you know it's here in the present moment you can't do anything about it all you can do is accept it and um yeah so acceptance was a big one for me and i just started putting that into my coaching program as well because i know it does help people out in a big way so that's fantastic thank you mate I, I, that's from for my audience i'm sure they're going to be grateful as well but that's amazing i, I yeah, really I just appreciate to that I oh, know that's cool, man. It's a, and I've written that down. What you resist persists. I like that. Yeah, yeah, that works well. Brilliant. Right then. Well, listen. You know, I'm glad you stopped me. Um, brilliant. You know, that's a fantastic thing to put in there. So thank you very much. I am going to get onto the four questions then. Yeah. Um, cool. <laughs> 
Okay, so the first one then, uh, what do you think it takes to be a man in the 21st century? Oh, nice question. <laughs> well, I think in my experience, really, it's about being open and talking about our mental health. Because, you know, like, mm -hmm. if you broke your leg or something, then you're going to tell everybody about it, aren't you? And you, yeah. you're going to have no problems discussing it whatsoever. But you, you experience some anxiety or something about something. And you, you know, I was there. I didn't want to tell anybody about it. I thought I was... I thought everybody was going to judge me. I thought I was going to be mm. weak, you know, but really that is, that was just my ego. Okay. And after a lot of meditation, my ego has started to break down and I can see that, you know, that that was what was happening. And um, so to be a real man, I think you've just got to talk about your emotions and stuff, you know, we're only human um, and yeah, just discuss it all with people. I love it. I, I mean, you'll get absolutely no argument from me on that at whatsoever. Um, I, I have someone else who's, you know, I have too suffered from anxiety and I, I hid it away and it caused an awful situation with, with some very close friends of mine. And thankfully that is now resolved. But at the time it just, and oh. it, it snowballs and, 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 that, and that's what these situations do yeah. when you don't talk about them. So hence another reason for getting who needs instructions going and, and getting guys being more yeah, open mate, honest it's yeah, well, you're doing what you do through your own personal experience, and that's exactly what I'm doing here too, Bez. <laughs> yeah, yes. Yeah, okay, next one for you then. Who has, thank you, by the way, thank you. Uh, who has inspired or who has been the most influential person or people in your life? Um, on, the, on this journey that I'm on, uh, I think I've had a few coaches um, in the past, and the, the one coach that, I would say that has been the most influence to me on this journey and made me like discover who I really am underneath all the sort of conditioning and stuff is uh, a guy called Sonny Sharma. You might want to mm -hmm. look him up on YouTube. Um, he's, he's basically sort of a meditation coach and he teaches uh, meditation self-inquiry. I don't know whether you've heard of that one. Um, but self-inquiry is after you've done, done a lot of meditation, then you sort of, um, sometimes you can go into like self-inquiry asking who, you know, it's real deep, this map, but <laughs> you're asking who you actually are. So who am I, you know, because yeah. we're, we're not the physical body because the physical body changed. We're not, we're not our minds. So who actually are we, you know? And, um, like I say, we we think we're our ego you know that's what gets built up over time and that's the the story that we've got going up in our heads and that's who we think we are but over time he's helped me break down this identity of who i thought i was you know and see that we're like the pure consciousness that's uh, unfolding at the time you know um we're none of these concepts that we've got up in our head but it's a, it's a bit of a deep one but yeah so i would say that um because he's helped me out do this and uh helped me progress so much that he was uh, one of my main inspirations really brilliant and, and can i just i mean i'm going to tell you off a little bit actually if you don't mind bez is that you you must not you must stop apologizing if i wanted to go deep because that's part of our mission you know for, for right. guys to kind of yeah okay, for well, guys cool. to kind of understand ourselves better and be more open you know we mustn't apologize for wanting to do that way it should and i'm sure you agree with me it should be second nature shouldn't it 
Yeah, yeah, and this is this is it, and that you know this is what we're talking about. Really, it should we should be able to talk about this stuff. I love talking about this stuff, but not everybody's the same, you know. And uh, some people, especially if it's the first time they've heard it as well, they might think, "Oh, yeah, I don't don't get that or don't believe in that and stuff." But then, yeah. in my experience, you know, when you experience it, and because I have done you know seven or eight years of meditation now, I'm really starting to see how the mind works and. Um, how we're all wired up, wired up and what creates anxiety and stuff, you know, and it is all to do with the story that we've got in our head and what we're believing that we are. And, and this is why when we like lose a job or something, we, we, we lose our identity. We don't know who we are anymore because we were tied to that job. You know, we thought we were that, that person that had that job when we're not at all, you know, that was the story in our head. So it's all about, you know, clearing that story and unraveling who we think we are, you know? that's it um, and, and like you, i think you said it earlier on you know talk about here's a topic i know nothing about and i would love to know more about and we'll find out more about it but like you said about vibrations if you talk to your mates down the pub about oh it's okay you know yeah i'm on the same vibration as xyz they'll be like shut up mate and go get some more beers you know it's just, <laughs> yeah. it's, and, and that's why i you know i do agree that we need to kind of gently introduce these topics yeah um but, but yeah, we mustn't be afraid to kind of talk about, I mean, if I'm down the golf club and I start talking to the guys I've just played around a golf with about vibrations, they're, they're going to think <laughs> I've gone off my rocker. Absolutely. But, you know, I, those guys can listen to this podcast and we'll have a conversation one-to-one, not in front of everybody yeah. else where you're just going to rip the piss out of me for it. Because <laughs> that's what they do. Yeah. Uh, and yeah, they wouldn't yeah. be my friends unless they did do that, to be fair. That's it. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? And it's got to be expected, isn't it, really? Do you know what I mean? I like having a laugh with people about it and stuff and, and everybody's got their different opinions and that that's fine isn't mm. it you know but you you know when you've had an experience uh then you know exactly what you experience and how true it is for you so absolutely yeah absolutely yeah. right okay question number three then uh, what sort of legacy would you like to leave um i would love to leave the legacy of um getting more people like being known for getting more people into meditation and um becoming into the present moment you know and enjoying getting the fulfillment out of life really so to help them out with their mental and physical health you know i think uh, up to now i feel that it's just been all or mainly about physical health mm-hmm. when now i think we need to address the the mental health you know and um and really because there's, there's way too many suicides these days isn't there and you know <sighs> having been in that sort of position you know it's it's a scary sort of uh scary sort of place to be so um i really yeah. want to help people out like you're doing with this you know it's just all about talking about it but yeah that's the sort of legacy i'd like to live is um or leave sorry is um to get people healthy in their mind and their body brilliant and i'm so glad you're still with us as well bez yeah yeah well it was pretty close there for a moment i'm not gonna lie you know it was um yeah there was there was times where i really didn't want to be there uh be here and um yeah i'm thankful for my little girl for that really pulling me through (laughs) yeah and i think you know again the phrase i've heard quite a lot over the last literally couple of weeks is um you know suicide is uh is a temporary is, is a permanent solution to a temporary situation yeah yeah and that's um 
that's it. And, you know, a lot of people just think because they're believing in their mind again, they're thinking that that's how they're going to feel forever. And I did yeah. when I was there. I felt like that was it. Now I thought I've, I've dug myself in such a deep hole that I'm never going to get out of this. And then looking like now, I just think, God, thank God I didn't do anything stupid because now it's gone the other way where I'm better than I was before I ever had those um you know, the anxiety and depression, you know, and, yeah. and now I'm helping other people get through it as well, you know, so, um, yes, yeah, it's, it's awesome. I've got a big smile on my face, mate. I really have. <laughs> <laughs> and, and we've got, to be fair, that's probably the deepest we've gone on this conversation. And you wait for what I'm just about to ask you next. <laughs> oh, God. <laughs> Hit me with it. <laughs> well, you, you've just mentioned there the key thing that gives that makes you 100% qualified to answer this next question because you mentioned your daughter. Bez, can you tell me your best dad joke, please? Oh, God. Really? <laughs> um, this catches everybody. Oh, I'm, I'm useless at jokes, Matt. Yeah, okay, so um, my, my dad joke would have to be, so my neighbour told me he was scared to plant an apple tree. I told him to grow a pear. <laughs> <laughs> That's my favourite dad joke. <laughs> That's good. I like that. I like that. Listen, Bez, now, you know, thank you for your time, mate. I, honestly, it, again, we delayed this by half an hour and uh, we've been gassing for nearly an hour. It's been fantastic. Uh, I really appreciated it. Um, if anybody wants to reach out and get in touch with you, what's the best way for them to get hold of you, Bez? Okay, cool. So I've got my, um, I've got a, a website uh, at trueselftransformation.com. Mm hmm. Um, so you can go on there or you can um, uh, friend request me on Facebook. Uh, it's just Bez Milford. And I have got a free um, group on Facebook as well, which is True Self Transformation. And it's a private group, but it's free. So if you want to go on there, I do post up um, videos, YouTube videos and stuff on there, like uh, lots of free content and things. Um, so, yeah, you can join on to that one if you want brilliant thank you mate so there's lots of great resources there you've heard what bez is all about um if you would like to go and find out a bit more about him possibly you know speak to him about maybe joining one of his coaching courses something like that i highly recommend it he's a thoroughly decent handsome fine young man who's actually 39 and i'm still shocked about that. <laughs> but, uh, thanks for that mate just, just once again bez thank you so much for your time i really appreciate it and just keep being you okay my friend Mate, thanks ever so much for having me on. I mean, I've really enjoyed it. And um, like I say, you're doing some great work here as well, all with mental health and stuff. So it's great. Keep on talking about it. It's uh, fantastic. Thanks for listening to the Who Needs Instructions podcast. We release a new episode every week. So make sure to subscribe and we'll speak to you again soon.